1: last part of this matchup that we're going to discuss today and we'll just kind of do it kind of go through quickly is just some some players and coaches that I really want to see step up this week and who I think uh, when you look at this particular matchup between Notre Dame and Pitt are going to be keys to success. Just a reminder before I do in the dive into this we will not have a mailback today. If you did have a specific question you really wanted to get answered, you can go ahead and throw in a super chat. Otherwise, Go and throw stuff on the board, and, and I'll answer any questions on the, the Notre Dame message board boards at IrishBreakdown But here's here's some people, and it's 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 three groups more so than three specific players or coaches, because uh, and you'll see why. But here's some here's some aspects of this that I people that need to step up for Notre Dame. Number one, we'll begin with the offense. It's Jared Parker, number one, and and he's got a very big job in front of him that started last week after the usc game it started with the three days of practice it came out you know next with the the, the time off you know what are you doing to kind of get your head in the right place and and get your mind in the right place and your body and spirit in the right place to to come kind of come on lead this group because at the end of the day sam hartman's not the ultimate leader on offense jared parker is and if Jared Parker can kind of really get this thing going, then this Notre Dame football team is going to be very dangerous down the stretch. If, if especially with the way that the defense is playing right now, so he's got to step up. And if you can have success against this defense, because Pitt is good on defense, and we, we we broke this down. Pitt Pitt has a good a good defensive football team. They have decent talent, great scheme, great coaching. Um, you all know I'm I'm not a huge fan of Pat Narduzzi as a person. Uh, just some of the way he acts towards Notre Dame. But, man, as a defensive coordinator, he's always been a great defensive mind. I mean, just go back to his time in Michigan State. You go back to, I mean, all the years he's been at Pitt, they've always been pretty good on defense. And, they've, and, and more often than not, they give Notre Dame problems. Uh, Notre Dame uh, you know, has been able to get some big plays in certain years, but, man, they've given Notre Dame a lot of problems over the years uh, with his defenses, whether it be at Michigan State or at Notre Dame. And so this is going to be a well-coached, well-schemed unit. So if Jared Parker comes out, and this is why this is important, if Notre Dame comes out and they're the more physical team, if they are schemed up well, if they're able to be efficient and be explosive, because I I think this is the part that Coach Freeman's missing. He talks a lot about efficiency, 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 and he doesn't necessarily use that word, but it's control the line of scrimmage and not turn the ball over. Those those things are, are all about efficiency. But you can't be a great offense if you're not efficient and explosive. I talk about this all the time. You've got to be efficient and explosive. You've got to be able to rip off 20-yard runs. You've got to be able to rip off 20, 30-plus-yard pass games You've got to, or pass plays. You've got to be able to occasionally rip off the 40-plus. And the 40, 50-pluses are nice. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the 20-plus stuff uh, because those then lead to some of the bigger plays. You've got to be able to get chunk plays. That's what it comes down to. You can't just methodically go eight, nine, 10 plays every single time you get the ball. That's just not realistic. Teams don't do that. You've got to be able to generate big plays. And when this offense struggles, it's not getting big plays. It's it's lit, it's really that simple. Big plays happen as a result of executing a good scheme. Right? That's the reality of it. You could say, oh, it's about execution. Yes, but you have to execute a good scheme. You have to execute well-designed and well-called plays. And if Jared Parker can come up with a game plan that uh, allows for Notre Dame to protect Sam Hartman, but also allows him to aggressively attack the ball and and get the ball down the field, then this offense is going to have a chance to put up some really impressive numbers against Pitt and get this offense going. It'll also tell us a lot about the the buttons that Jared Parker's been able to to make because this is the second best defense that I think that Notre Dame is going to face this rest of the way. Wake's a little bit better statistically, but there's a lot of factors for that. I think this is a very good pit defense, a very solid pit defense. That's a very well-coached pit defense, and I think it's the best coach defense they're ever going to play. Clemson has better players, way better players. Pitt has better scheme. Pitt has better coaching on defense. And so if you're able to go out and, and have a good scheme where you're ripping off plays and you're able to move the chains and get the big plays and get points against this pit defense – it's going to tell me that Jared Parker has is, 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 you know, maybe turned a corner and is taken a really positive step. So he's number one for me.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: Look, I I get it. I get all the reasons why Sam Hartman hasn't played great the last month. O-line hasn't given him a ton of time. You've had some drops at receiver. Scheme hasn't always been great. There's all types of things you can justify. And I get all of it, and they're all legitimate. But here's the deal. You're a sixth-year senior. You're a captain. You're a guy that's thrown for a ton of yards in your career. You've got an opportunity to, to, to finish your career off on a very strong note, and to make your mark at Notre Dame. Because right now, in three to four years, we won't be talking much about Sam Hartman the way it's gone. Nobody cares what he did against Central Michigan or Navy or Tennessee State. It's going to be about what he does moving forward. This is where his Notre Dame legacy gets defined. And it's not just about playing well. He needs to play well. He needs to play better. If you go back in the last couple games, I'm just telling you, there's been some balls where it's like, Man, I bet you could wish he could have that back. The, the throw to Chris Tyree. I heard a statement that Sam made about, you know, Chris need to catch that ball. And I'm like, yeah, he needs to catch that ball. There's no doubt. But you got to throw that ball better. You know, you've got to, you've got to give Tobias Murrayweather a better chance to make a play on that post route against Duke. You've got to throw that ball better. There's been guys open in the last couple games where it's like, dude, you got to take that shot. Oh, well, they haven't been catching the ball. You've got to take that shot. If they don't catch it, that's on them. You've got to throw that football. And then also, I want to know. I want to hear that that he's doing what he needs to do with that young group, getting them, you know, getting with them, getting in the film room with them, getting on the practice field with them, being a leader. You know, earn that C on your chest when it comes to how you build up those guys because you're a six year senior. It's about you lifting up those around you, and he needs to do that. And this is a great game for that because Pitt's going to harass him a little bit. They're going to get their hits on him. They're going to probably get a couple sacks, but as long as the all line gives him relatively consistent time to throw. I think he should do well and and be able to have some success in this football game. So he's got to play well when the opportunities are there, he's got to be willing to make the throws and he's got to be accurate making those throws. And if Sam can do that and make good decisions, good decisions sometimes means getting the ball out quickly on short stuff. Good decisions sometimes means taking the check down at the right time, but good decisions also mean when the ball's down is, is, is needs to get downfield, throw it downfield and if he's willing to do that then I think this offense is going to take off and so Sam Hartman's another person that I think needs to play well in this game if no name's going to not only beat Pitt convincingly but then have it be a springboard to finishing the season as a whole very strong third third person what's well, third group the outside receivers have got to step up in this game and I, I don't at this point it, it it's it's all of them it's Jaden Thomas it's Rico Flores, it's Jaden Greathouse, and it's Tobias Merriweather. All of them have got to step up and make plays. They're all going to get different chances. Yes, Chancey Stuckey needs to do a better job of coaching these guys up and better release moves and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, these guys got to take a little bit more pride in their craft. They've got to get out there and compete, and they've just got to make plays. And, yeah, Jared Parker can make the calls, and Sam Hartman can get the ball out. But if they don't make the plays, none of those first two things matter. And I know that the slots have been playing better the last couple games. you know Chris Tyrese had some big plays. Jordan Faison had, has had some big plays. We've seen the slot per, per position produce, but the outs and the tight ends have certainly produced in the last few in the last month of the season. but the outside receivers to me, the offensive line playing well is the ultimate key to Notre Dame really being able to get the offense going. but the one thing that can be a, a, a negate and can negate the play of the outside receiver of the offensive line is if the outside receivers don't make plays. If the outside receivers start playing better and start making more plays, and, and, that, and they've got to be given opportunities to do so. That's on Jared Parker. That's on Sam Hartman. That's on Chancey Stuckey. But when those opportunities come, they've got to make plays. They've got to make plays. And if they can, and if they can make those plays, then this offense is going to take off. If the, if the outside receivers over the next four games play good football, I'm not talking great. They don't need to look like Will Fuller and Michael. Just play good football. This offense won't be stopped by any of the next four teams they play, and this team could be super, super dangerous. So that's what we need to see is and 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 making plays is is getting open on quick game, making catches on quick game. It means blocking well. It means getting. It means being playing with urgency. It means being sharper on your top ends. You know, so if you're working a deep end cut and you're chop, 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 in-cut, Sam Hartman's getting hit by that point in time, or he's throwing the ball and you're not there and it's getting picked off. It's going to come down to, or he's going to hold it and go, I mean, there's just, you've got to play with urgency, you got to be sharper, and you've got to go make those kind of plays. And so if he's able to do that, that or the, if they are able to do that, then this offense takes off because there's a chance for them to be that group. I still believe this. I have not lost faith in those guys. I have not lost hope in those guys. I hope the coaches haven't either. And, and coach those kids up, get them sent, and I think they'll be good to go. But when you look at the offense, that's the next group that needs to play well. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this
3: To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
1: Transitioning over the defense. i will be very brief with this one, folks. And then we'll answer a couple. We have a couple super chats. I'll get to those, but this is gonna be very, very brief. When you look at this defense uh in this particular game, and I'm gonna keep it more about this this game on the first point. And the third po- uh, second point, second And then the third point will be more of a this game's important, but it's also for bigger picture. The first two for this game, it's right at the middle. Number one is JD Bertrand. You know, what I talked about is this is a, 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 a JD's got to step up in this game. This is not, as I've said before, step up is not always a you're not playing well and you need to step up. Like it, it can be that, but sometimes it's just in this game, you've got to be a guy that steps up and really plays at a high level. Doesn't mean you haven't been, it just means. Okay, that's fine what you did, but it's what you do now. And when you play a pit team, this pit team, they're gonna motion and shift and do a lot of different things. And and I talked about it. it's about not making mistakes, it's about being locked in. Well, JD Bertrand's the leader of this defense. He's the middle linebacker, he's a captain, he's a guy that's gonna play a big role in making sure that this group throughout the week of practice is locked in, focused, playing at a high level, giving great effort. If guys aren't, he's gotta be in their face. He's got to be demanding that they do play with great effort. If they're not executing a practice, he's got to be on them. Can't just be Al Golden. It's got to be JD. And then, of course, when you get to the game, he's got to tackle well and make plays and all that. But also, you know, he's the guy that gets everybody set. He's the guy that gets everybody locked in. He's the guy that gets everybody lined up. So if JD plays at a high level, then it's going to really affect those around him because JD, perform I should say not play, performing at a high level because part of the performance of a middle linebacker is getting the calls and getting the checks made make making sure everybody's lined up. So he's going to have an important role. And if J.D. does that well, then I think that impacts the entire defense and gives Notre Dame a chance to play very well in this football game. We've seen in the past, what was the most sloppy game the defense had all year? Central Michigan. Who was missing that game? J.D. Bertrand. So it's not a coincidence. When J.D. is locked in and playing at a high level, this defense is incredibly good. But even when he's not playing at a high level, he still has a very important role when it comes to getting everybody lined up. If he can do both, Notre Dame will shut Pitt down. And then that plays into the guys in front of him. I mean, it's, again, it's right up the middle. If Notre Dame's D tackles dominate like they have against Duke and against against USC and, and some of the other games we've seen this year, if they play at that level, Pitt has no chance. No, no chance to move the football uh, on the ground and probably won't have a lot of time to throw the football. Their guards are just okay. That's it. They're just kind of okay. This is a game they need to dominate. Howard Cross has got is a very disadvantage from a size standpoint in this matchup against the guards, but huge advantage from an athleticism and leverage standpoint. Same with Robbie Mills. He's going to give 30 pounds up in these matchups against the guards at Pitt, but he's much quicker, much more athletic and um if he plays like he did against USC, Pitt's going to have no chance. And then the last one's Jordan Patelho. Uh, we just the light he's got to step up at some point in time if this defense is going to truly get to its full potential i i, I josh burnham's battling a hamstring you've got junior chilamaca is a solid player right now he's still young still learning that position you can't expect Bubakar to go from like two snaps to 40 snaps right i mean they need jo- jordan patello to play well and so that's not just true this game he's got to be good setting the edge and he's got to he's got to get after the quarterback you cannot let this kid have a bunch of time to throw i don't care How bad a pass offense is, if you allow a quarterback in any offense to have time to throw and be comfortable in the pocket, he's going to hurt you. And so the defensive line is going to have to to, to apply that pressure. And Jordan Mateo especially has got to step up and, and play better football in the pass game. And if he does, and then that can kind of build in these last four games, that's going to play a big role in this Notre Dame defense finishing on a very, very high note. So those are sort of the step up players for this game most of those are 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 dictated towards this game specifically but some of them when you look at Sam Hartman when you look at Jordan Beteho and Jared Parker outside receivers it's not just this game it's also hopefully this game can then be a springboard for JD Burch and the D tackles it's keep doing what you're doing keep doing what you did last week you know keep doing what you did against Duke and if they can do that then this defense is going to continue to dominate so that's going to do it for the Notre Dame versus Pitt matchup i do have a couple quick Super chats. I want to quickly address what well, I appreciate you guys sending those PA Irish guy. Is there anything I can do to help with the tailgate? I'd love to give back to the community I've grown so fond of. Please let me know. Go Irish. Just be there. I mean, that's the thing is uh, the only thing I always tell people is if you come and, and um, eat, be ready to eat. You know, my mom's going to make some food. I, I forget. She told me the other day what she's making, but she's making something a little different this time. She's gonna have some stuff, you know. She still has stuff in our fridge. So she'll still make the the meatballs and all that stuff that she did last time, which is which she left here uh last time. So it's in our freezer. So she'll get that rocking and rolling. But also she's got a couple other new things she's gonna try out. And uh so just eat. She loves it, man. My mom loves catering. I've I've joked before, like I think sometimes the only reason most of my family members invite my mom to weddings is because they want her to cater it. And uh, so she's catered a lot of weddings. Her and my grandma made a lot of the food that Angela and I had at our wedding as well. And so she loves doing it, but I mean, she just, I mean, when you do that like that, you want to see people eat it. That's just the thing So, so just come bring your appetite. That's it. And just hang out. It's that Like, this is what this is about. This is about a chance for us, for all of us to, to know each other kind of in a, a, an online way to get to know each other a little bit more personally. And so it was great meeting different people, at these games. And, and, um, that, that's really it for me, to be honest with you. Is just bring bring your just be there and spend as much time as you can and bring your appetite. That's the big thing. And then T Smith 323 three two three. Can't wait to be at the game this weekend. My grandmother's working department at Notre Dame will be getting recognized this weekend. Can't wait. Go Irish. Well, that's really cool, man. Very glad to hear that. And if you're going to be at the game this weekend, that means you need to swing by the tailgate. Tailgate. So definitely do that. So that's going to do it for today's show, everybody. I appreciate all of you being with us, uh, being with me today. Ryan and I, we will have IB Nation sports talk tonight at 6 o'clock. Ryan and I will be back tomorrow to do our keys to victory for Notre Dame. And we will also do our uh, predictions Friday. Ryan will have a recruiting show on Friday and then post-game show on Saturday. But me and Vince, uh, Vince and I, we'll be doing the post-game show on Saturday. So uh, hopefully we'll be celebrating a victory. It's going to be a lot of fun for that. Uh, but if you haven't done so already, do us a favor, folks. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast give us a five-star review. And if you haven't guys, I'm telling you, you will love the message board. If you sign up right now, we're having a little bit of issue with the speed. We're working on that. We're going to get that addressed here in the next day or two, uh, a couple of things that we're checking, but we'll get that rocking and rolling, uh, get the speed up to date and up to, up to par. But, uh, you guys are, will really love the content we got going on. And like I said, yesterday, I said either today or tomorrow, that's today. We'll get a, a recruiting slash team update. And so I will, uh, I will get that up this evening. So uh, just waiting on a little bit more information that we're trying to gather. So we'll get that up as soon as possible, but that's only going to be for premium board members only. So definitely want to check that out. You can find that at boards.irishbreakdown.com. Have a great day, everybody. And we'll talk to you again very, very soon on the Irish Breakdown Podcast.